مجموعة الشمسية جميلة جميلة مجموعة الشمسية جميلة جميلة Welcome to the Arbigly Podcast مرحبا and welcome to the Arabicly Podcast Arabicly is a platform to cultivate the love for Arabic at home We start this year with the theme of establishing Arabic literacy If you are listening to this as a non-native Arabic speaker who struggles to establish routines at home or as a native speaker who would like to learn more ways to motivate their children with fusha, you have all come to the right place. This podcast series will bring your stories and your struggles to the forefront. We also intend to bring to you current research techniques in second language acquisition. This is your host, Jueria Siddiqui, a graduate student in Applied Linguistics. My research is about motivation of second language Arabic learners in the Middle East. So stay tuned as we help each other move beyond letters. Welcome to our next podcast for this week titled Decoding Dreams. For a lot of us non-native speakers listening to this podcast, being able to read the Qur'an and decode as we read has always been a challenge. But this week, in this podcast, we will be taking it up one more notch. Decoding dreams. And why is it a dream? We usually see reading the Qur'an as a sacred process where being able to understand what we read is something great, something that is remarkable. And just being able to decode as we read a few words makes us feel super awesome. While there is a lot more to this, what I would like to challenge you all with today is why are we having decoding as our ultimate dream. Why do we not go beyond that? Research claims that struggling readers will use all their energy on decoding words in the text and will lose focus on the meaning behind the text. In another place, it states, When a student is focusing so much on decoding the words, the oral reading of the text is broken and becomes expressionless. When finished with the text, the student will not be able to summarize the text or answer questions about the text since the focus was only on decoding and not on both reading and comprehension. Let us talk a little bit more on these research claims. Say a student, student A, has trouble with word recognition. By word recognition, we mean being able to read the word, recognize, and understand the meaning. Now, they struggle, struggle, struggle with reading and recognizing the word to the extent that they pause too long at each word. What happens? As a result, they are unable to self-monitor or comprehend the text in its entirety. This leads to them not being able to summarize, 
not being able to answer questions or have a solid comprehension, solid reading comprehension in this case. Decoding a word should happen at early stages of reading. That is why we are insisting on repeated reading practices of shorter texts. This gives you the opportunity to discuss commonly occurring words, the different shapes they can occur in, and helps the reader derive the meaning more intuitively as they speed read. To give you an example, if as a reader, I am looking at shorter storybooks, Arabic storybooks, for example, and I'm trying to read them bit by bit, bit by bit. I should be comfortable enough to move from the decoding stage to a more fluent form of reading stage before I actually start claiming to be understanding the text. So the, these research texts, what they are saying is that in order to improve, there is a direct relation between your reading comprehension and your reading fluency. The more fluent you are in reading it, the more you can comprehend. But then if you are struggling and you're decoding each word for what it is at each stage as you're reading, then you lose the entire picture of the message, the meaning that the author is trying to convey, and what really is the summary of that text. So it, in, in, so what is the crux of the matter? Essentially, it is improving your word recognition. Improving word recognition, not in individual flashcards or through two-word storybooks, even though that would, I would say, for beginner readers like three to four-year-olds, that may, might be a good place to start. But then when I say word recognition, generally it would mean in context, in stories and descriptions. In other words, reading intermediate level storybooks or lower to even higher level intermediate storybooks. Now, for most of you listening to this, you're already forming reasons in your mind saying, oh, well, I don't really understand what I'm reading. Are we ready, really, really ready to invest that kind of time in reading not a large variety of texts, but how about we start with simpler, a smaller number of texts, but more, but focus more on repeatedly reading these texts. We do that, that with the Quran, but what we are trying to bring, the idea that I'm trying to bring here is essentially reading shorter texts, something which is lighter, like a storybook, but then that same practice of repeated reading you applied on lower intermediate level storybooks. So here's an example. Let's say you decide as a family to take one book, just one Arabic lower intermediate level storybook and make it the goal, make it a goal to understand that book, to read that book that entire month, so one book for a month, and you look up five words that you do not know in the book before you start reading. So you looking up the word, decoding it, all of that doesn't become a part of your reading process. Maybe you as a parent can actually do the looking up, find out the meanings of five words, 
and then you start reading the text and you read it as you read any other English storybook, right? You're just browsing through it, going through uh, what is being said, trying to maybe understand how it's linked to the picture, explain it to each other in your own language, but you're reading the, 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 the script for what it is. And as the parent, you be the smart one. And then for those five words that you have already found out, you could link that word as you're reading and say, oh, so, you know, this word is, uh, say, for example, there's a word that comes like baqara, and then you say, you know, where's the baqara in this, in this picture? And then the child links it. And then as you go on and you keep reading, you keep reading the entire storybook and just pause or emphasize on those five words that you have looked up. Now imagine doing this four times in a month. By the fourth time, by the fourth time you read this book, your reading fluency will look very, very different than the first time you, you, read, you read it. Not only have you looked up at five words at the beginning, but you've also come across those five words four times. I mean, it might sound very technical, but then what we are looking at here is you're repeatedly looking at those words. So initially, what started off as you decoding that word when you were looking it up, then becomes gradually, gradually as you look at it one time, second time, the third time, the fourth time. By the fourth time, you don't even have to look at that word and think of, okay, what does that mean? You already know it. And so does your child. And in this way, you are moving away from just being satisfied about decoding the word to being actually fluent in that word. You're giving yourself, and a lot of times I would claim, we do not give ourselves that opportunity, that space to move from that decoding phase to recognition, to fluency. We are either too involved with word-to-word -word translation, so we are just sitting there and thinking, okay, what's the next word? What's the next word? And for higher level texts, that might be what you, be, you need to do as a class requirement. But this is something you like. You can move more quickly when it comes to lower level texts. And that is how you build your fluency and that is how you eventually improve your reading comprehension. A lot of what I've explained today is not, is not something you did not know. Like you do, you do apply these techniques when you read the Quran. You try to decode and then you, you read the Quran several times for several other for several reasons but what if you take this the same application of decoding and aim higher with arabic storybooks and instead of getting overwhelmed by the different types of storybooks that are available or by your inability to understand everything in the book let's start small let's start with one book but then you read it repeatedly i urge you not to use two simple texts because you're coming together as a family and you can invest in a lot more in terms of the amount you read and with that you slowly move away from this idea that oh at least i'm able to understand five words to oh i can decode five words and now slowly they've become a part of my reading fluency repertoire so the claim or the the, the idea behind this podcast has really is really to push you at beyond your decoding dreams do not be happy just being able to decode words because as research claims it that will just slow slower your reading comprehension your reading fluency 
and as a result you will not want to read more books and that is definitely not the aim we want to be able to have more words that we recognize that our children recognize easily so that they are they do not have to pause and they can read it quickly more accurately and understand and summarize it overall if you like the podcast that we and the idea that we discussed today you think it's worth sharing please share it with those who are working on the arabic language or trying to le- read more story books this is a part of our arabic literacy project by arabically for the 2021 and we hope that the ideas and research work that we share help you in becoming more fluent thank you ma salama